I think it's really important that people start out playing safe. So, so we want to start with obviously <laughs> it's gonna be the girls are still wearing the clothing, unfortunately. A fantasy of mine is like a gang thing. That's just hot to me. This week, uh, we have a Tara topic. We're going to talk about being... Tara topic. It's a Tara topic. Okay, <laughs> so, bitches. Love you. Wow. Tara gets saucy. Welcome to Sex Uninterrupted with Tara and James. I'm Tara. And I'm James. And we are your sexy swinging lifestyle hosts. We host our weekly show to empower you to explore your sexuality and learn more about consensual non-monogamy. We made a decision that we did not want to fit the societal norm when it came to relationships, dating, and sex. We wanted to open things up, so that's just what we did. Since 2013, we have explored consensual non-monogamy and have never looked back. If you're looking for more after the show, get social with us. Follow us on Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Twitter on sxuninterrupted, and Facebook. After the show, visit sexuninterrupted.com slash radio show and sign up for our mailing list. We will be sharing all kinds of special offers and exclusive content and updates. And then the smoke show. Whoa, whoa. Ow, 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 ow. Ow. Uh, we have a strain from Tweed today called Baker Street. Uh, this is a pure indica strain with an earthy aroma. It can induce a deep sense of calm that helps bring relief to those suffering pain, nausea, and stress disorders. Its heavy body effects make it a top strain to help you relax and unwind at the end of a long day or to record a podcast. <laughs> uh, review from Leafly Leafly shares I ordered the milled personally because I need immediate access to my go to strain during asthma attacks. During asthma attacks? Yeah, because certain terpenes can are bronchodilators, and she goes in to say, Great, lower stress and anxiety helps relax and has lowered my need to use of my other bronchodilators. Mm-hmm. That is awesome that yeah. there's weed out there that helps with... Uh, it's a certain penine terpene. I don't remember off the top of my head, but We're yeah. going to figure it out, though. I will, for sure. It, there's not a lot of cannabis strains that have it in it, though. So interesting. And inhaling it is a bronchodilator. That's pretty cool. Yeah. So it could help me because I'm asthmatic. So today, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I definitely feel the turmoil of returning to real life after a weekend of awesome lifestyle dates, a hotel takeover like Naughty Nolens, or 10 days away at Young Swingers Week. Actually, I feel it so strongly that we coined a term for it post lifestyle event disorder or plsed plsed and on our show this week we are going to discuss what post vacation depression is how it impacts you and how adding the lifestyle into the mix can make it a little bit more challenging to snap back to reality with over five with 50 i added it ah with over 50,000 kilometers of lifestyle travel in the last year and a half, we have some experience with this and want to share our advice and tips when it comes to experiencing PLSED from a variety of lifestyle activities. So stay tuned after a quick note from our sponsors. We are a busy couple. When we aren't working on a radio show, you can find us hosting events and travel in the world. Downtime and connection is important to us, and that's why we're so happy to have a high massager in our house. The high massager is a unique personal massager that can be used fully clothed. It helps men and women relax amazingly fast and has the power to give women some of the most intense orgasms ever. 
We love decompressing in the evenings with ours, and it gives us a deep and restful sleep that we need to keep our energy high. Want to get one of your own? We were able to hook our listeners up with $100 US off when you use the code SEXUNINTERRUPTED with no spaces at checkout. Go to sexuninterrupted.com slash sextoyshop to get yours today. And we're back <laughs> to Sex Interrupted with Tara and James. We are talking about this week an interesting topic. I think it comes up a lot though. I think it does. And I think it, ha- well, it happens with us in the last year for sure. Yeah. And even I've seen it in some of the Facebook groups I'm in or travel groups that I'm part of is the reality of reality and coming back to that after after vacation is hard enough but add the lifestyle into the mix and it can be a little bit more challenging like you were saying in the intro there james yeah so we are sitting in our living room it's roughly getting close to christmas time we're sitting in front of our christmas tree and it's kind of funny because i think our last trip was october yeah and uh for young swingers week and I think that because we've had so many trips this year, we've kind of taken into account a lot of the things that uh, we're going to talk about later in the show. But it's like we've got to kind of relive um, our last trip a little bit longer and hold on to the moments and savor it for the next one. And Oh, yeah, because we didn't have one to go to yeah. <laughs> right away. Yeah, but it's interesting you say that because I f- think that trip I experienced the most PLSED. Mm. than all of them to be honest true enough like you even saw me we we did get sick though we got sick and well let's go into like how what what it makes us feel right right so for me i think i was just coming back to kind of um a shit show with work and it was that for me was a really big thing and i felt really stressed out about like the things that were an issue before coming home and it and it was still an issue um and also the cold too was a big thing because we were like we left it was kind of nice out um we did get a few snowstorms before but nothing too crazy and then when we came back that's it was just cold after that and going from 30 degree heat and coming back so what we what this means to like for me is is like i always find that like I, when you get on vacation, it's out of your normal routine. It's out of your, like, of the things you do. So sometimes you wake up later. Sometimes you even wake up earlier because you're just so excited. You wake up whenever you want. Whenever you want. Really? (laughs) Right. And it gets you out of this routine that you're constantly in and it and not to say that we have a routine because we're bouncing around from place to place quite a bit but i think that the whole nine to five routine during the mondays and fridays it really like coming back i always hate like or not a hate but i i dread going to like work and having to have people ask me about what i did because that for me is like hmm. i can't I can't relive it until I'm around the people that I know I can have those conversations with. To people who are also open to the lifestyle. Yeah. That sort of thing. Well, because most of our trips end up being lifestyle. And I think that we're at this point now, too, that anything we do outside of our own city, I think we're going to incorporate some form of lifestyle into it. From Usually, like going forward. Yeah. 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 Unless a family member decides to plan one. but. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's true. Right? That's a good point. 
So I think that like the reason why for us is because we're adding the lifestyle into it. And for me, this is where I just, I don't know, kind of come alive in these environments. What do you mean? Even more. Um, when coming back from these places, just because like when I go down to these places, because they're mostly lifestyle for me and me being the sexual blueprint that I am, coming back, it really rocks me um, because I'm so hyped up and like get like all this energy and sexual vibes from all these places and when coming back and have to go to like a vanilla job or do all this stuff. So that for me is the the PLSED that I get because I'm a sexual blueprint. I am just absorbing all the energy around me and loving it. And then I come back and it's just not real life. <laughs> I think actually you bring up a good point because even I notice a difference in you, like from when we're on vacation to when we're in the routine, you know, the normal nine to five kind of thing that we do at home. And that can even be hard on our relationship. You know, like we do have an issue of like usually the last, the the weeks after a trip or something, it's like trying to find that new routine again, sexually. Yeah. As well. Back, well, because we're probably having a lot of sex on vacation. And yeah. we usually kind of make it a goal that mm -hmm. when we are, not on a trip. Have sex every day. Sex a day. Yeah. Sex a day keeps a doctor away. Yeah, but that's sometimes not realistic in our everyday life. Right. So that dynamic, again, then the sexual energy, getting back to that, it's uh, it can be so challenging because, again, it's like you go on these trips and sometimes it's like a fantasy land. And even, and, and it doesn't even have to be trips either. Like, I know, I, I'd say around this time last year, maybe a year and a half ago, like we went on like a few months where every weekend we had something lifestyle related going on. And I shared some of the journals in our Patreon, the Swinger Stories. Um, and like even reading back, I was like, oh, I kind of get like PLSED because I'm like, oh, that was really fun. Like every weekend, like we'd go up to Edmonton or we'd have like some dates here and you know, we were playing consistently and then there's a few months where maybe it's only once or twice that play happens. And then I, you know, think back and then I feel a little bit of the PLSED even from that. Yeah. From even just events that you have in your regular everyday life. Yeah. Um, not just a big trip or something like you can feel it from other well, things. And like, think about it this way. You go out and like have your, like the best weekend ever, right? It's like, oh, okay. And then you go out the next weekend and it's not the same. Yeah, even at a club. It right. might be really busy one night and then the next weekend it's not busy at all and you're like, oh. And then you get like you get some PLSED from that. For sure. Um, and so we also went online and we looked up what post-travel depression was because that's m mostly what we're talking about. Um, and I did find some really good information on Wonderless Storytellers. And they have, what is it? One, two, three, four, five. They have five different criterias that they have for what post-travel depression is. So the first one is sadness, saying goodbye to people and places, right? Oh, yeah. And with the lifestyle, throw little connections in there. You start making like lifelong friends. Yes, you'll probably talk to them more afterwards and stuff like that. But it's, it's just still not sad. It's not the same. It's still sad. Like when we leave Young Swingers Week, right? And we see these or people. Naughty maybe, and Nolans or Naughty and Nolans. Yeah. And we see them like once a year. And we know we're only going to see them once a year. So it's, or, it is kind of sad when, when yeah. we leave. Um, nostalgia. 
knowing that you can't return to the past, you know, even like missed opportunities, you could feel that. Well, and nostalgia because also for us that because we have returned to the similar event, um, each event has been different. Like in in a sense, like every, when we went to Nin, it was different at both times when we went to Nin. Same with Young Swingers and Week. Young Swingers Week, right? It yeah. was different both times we went there. So even returning back to the same place and knowing it's never going to be the same again. Yeah, it's not going to be the same trip. Um, so the next one was we had to look <laughs> up this word, residedness. Returning to a routine or old worries. And that's kind of like, you know, I'm just going to reside in what I have to do and deal with with my daily life. Like falling back into that routine. Exactly. Um, the fourth one is reverse culture shock. Which is fucking massive. It's That's a big one for me too. Comparatively, when you talk about... Even New Orleans or Young Swingers, Young Hedonism, right? Like just a slower pace of life and then coming back here, it's very fast paced and... Hustle driving and, and everything yeah it's like crazy uh and the last one is financial shock so we <laughs> check the bills after that's a big one for us too right especially with the exchange rate we're like holy fuck like whoa that just cost us a lot of money and then you start thinking well was it worth it and you know all of these plsed issues start coming up too yeah and i think that that one's that one's a big one because again yes you can have a budget for a trip and yeah you're probably probably going to stick pretty close to it but for us it's like yeah we would have stuck to it if we didn't have to pay 36 cents on the dollar yeah no that's true too. and most most places offer in u.s dollars so for us it's a little bit of a disadvantage because we're like yeah we you know we only spent like 300 dollars, and it's like no you spent 700 <laughs> <laughs> a million yeah <laughs> it's true though so you know you take these five criterias of what post travel depression is and then you add the lifestyle on top of that there's like a whole other layer of stuff that you're navigating whether it be like not being able to like tell any friends or family or co-workers about about your travels you can't share pictures or maybe you can only share a select few I mean, and maybe you don't even have photos because you were so busy getting it on or on a nude beach or somewhere else and you just don't. Yeah, we, we actually have to make a big effort to take photos. Otherwise, we don't have too many of them. And that sucks because when, when you go back through photos, the best thing about that, like one of the tips that we're going to talk about and might as well just say it now is photos because it kind of gets you to relive the memories. But for us, it also remember, we get to remember it so that we know what we did. So when we do our blogs and our reverse yeah. shows that we actually remember the shit that we're doing. So photos are a great way to remember and go yeah. back. No, it's true. Well, and yeah, we'll talk about that more because I'm big with that. Yeah. Um, and like then also with the lifestyle, you're adding another component of sexuality and nudity in some cases and snapping back to real life after that, like that is in itself a culture shock, I think too, especially if you're gone for a long time, like two weeks at Hedo or Desire or any of those places. Well, and, yeah. And, and even think about it this way too on a psychological level, you're having to prepare yourself for these trips. Cause again, it might be like mm -hmm. a one once in a lifetime opportunity, or maybe that's like the one year trip that you go and do. I'm, I'm going to be starting to plan for our March Young Swingers week in mid January. Right. I and start so, planning. First but time. I also think about it this way is not even that there's some people that can only do one trip a year. Yeah. Right. So this is your one big trip. Mm -hmm. You kind of want to 
go out with a bang, right? Like, and have this like amazing trip. But when you, um, and you're preparing yourself mentally for a trip like this, you're also preparing your relationship. You're having conversations. You're breaking a lot of stuff down. It's not just a trip to sandals. Yes. Right. It's, right? it's a little bit more. So, so when you're adding these things, it's like to an it, adventure trip plus sex. Yes. It's like going on like an African safari. Right. You and have to if, prepare for everything. And then if something potentially goes wrong and you come home and you didn't like it, it's like, there's that, this after effect where we're like, you know, there's so many avenues that you can take at an event. So there's only so many things you yeah. can go and do. Yeah. PLSED can come from negative experiences or positive experiences. And a positive experience too, the, another level on it is you find this community, you might make some really good friends or you enjoy being in the nude pool all day with everybody and being yourself, being authentic, showing up as yourself every single day for a few days in a row and then coming back here and having to hide that too. That can be really, really challenging for people. It, there is a big psychological game when you get into this because again, you this is stuff we don't do on an everyday basis. If you are doing it on an everyday basis, awesome. I, I don't this know. This is my job full time and I'm not doing it on an everyday basis. <laughs> hey, but no, but if somebody can do it on an everyday basis and, you know, get out there and be with different people and still have time for their own relationship, holy cow, you are amazing people. <laughs> You've done some amazing things. But for us, it's like, you know, we, these, these events, these trips, these things that we do, we kind of, we always try to prepare ourselves and get ourselves into them and... Well, and they're a big investment for us as well, like financially. Yeah. They, you know, not too many 32-year-olds can afford to go on all the trips that we are, you know, blessed to be able to go on every single year. And it, it because of the financial commitment, we want to make the most out of it. And if we come home and we feel like, oh, that trip wasn't worth it or blah, 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 then we have even more feelings come up and it takes even longer for the PLSED to wear off. Yeah. I, I completely agree. And I think that, again, like when you add sex and then these trips aren't cheap and not let and like hotel takeovers, they can be like a decent price point, right? Like a weekend one or weekend something. Weekend ones. Like, like more to, of like the local crowd, like a smaller one, like yeah. under 500 people. Yeah. Like a, like a single hotel takeover. <laughs> Those are like a weekend. And, but again, there's almost like these different dynamics of almost every little trip that could result in something where you like you leave at the end of it and you just want to go back to there yeah and I yeah think that's why that's Even why the first few hotel takeovers we did with epic i mean afterwards it was hard monday sucked and that was when I was working in an office job and that sucked even more well and because <laughs> you have to return back to routine yeah right and you have, you have to, to res reside, reside, resideness, resideness. Well, anyways, <laughs> but yeah, you have to return back to this routine of, oh, I have to do this and I have to do that. And I have to and like, cause life doesn't just stop. Yeah, no, it certainly does not. Right. Even though we want it to Yeah. <laughs> in these moments it and almost like pause. savor the moment forever and ever because these moments can like, you know, are just amazing. Right. They're just people and coming can, together and, and you can do all the preparation and still come home to like you know a, a freaking 
what is it, a pipe bursting downstairs or, or your dog shitting all over the house or something <laughs> like at work that happened and you have like a huge meeting the Monday that you come back. Like, you know, like it's just, it is really, really difficult to, to navigate. And that's why we thought that this was such an important topic to just talk about and give you guys some advice and tips on which I think we're getting ready to roll into that. Uh, yeah, but I think I just want to touch on how the, I think we did kind of touch on it, but how the lifestyle rolls into this whole thing. And so, yeah, um, that was just the next point. But other than that, I think we did cover some great topics. And thank you. Um, but uh, we're going to cut to a quick commercial break. And when we get back, we're going to give some tips for how PLSED can be in low- different activities yes. and how it affects different activities that you do in the lifestyle. Yes. I like that word, activities. Activities. Lifestyle activities. Stay tuned. Bye. Have you checked out Season 6, Episode 7 of CNN's original series, This is the Life with Lisa Ling? She covered what a taste of Nadia and Nolans was like. They followed us around for some cool interviews, and tickets are now selling out fast for 2020. You won't want to miss this amazing event. As king and queen of Naughty Nolens 2019, we will be returning to hand off our crowns and we want you to join. Come to New Orleans with us July 8th to 12th, 2020 and see why we keep coming back every year. When you get your tickets through us, we will send you a personal thank you email and add you to our NIN mailing list to help you prepare for 2020. Visit sexuninterrupted.com naughty and book today. Hey, sexy listeners, do you like free stuff? Because we like free stuff. And Adam and Eve is helping us to give you some free stuff. Right now, if you go to adamandeve.com and use SU at checkout, you'll get one item for 50% off. And then Adam and Eve will give you 10 tantalizing free gifts, a sexy item for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. Plus six free spicy movies. Plus free shipping. That's right, folks. If you go to adamandeve.com, pick out one item, you'll get it for 50% off, plus a sexy gift for him, a special gift for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy, plus six free spicy movies and free shipping. Sue at adamandeve.com. Welcome back. How was that? That was good. We are going to be talking about some advice and tips and things that have kind of worked for us when it comes to navigating PLSED and different lifestyle activities. Yes. So we wanted to touch on like the different, like, because there are different forms of activities in the (laughs) lifestyle, um, we kind of wanted to just touch on a few that when we, what we've experienced, because this is just our perspective of the different types of kind of PLSED you can get yeah, from different events. Gotten, yeah. I, I mean, activities in the lifestyle. Activities, because it's not, it's events and activities. And so we were going to start with like, with dates, you know, um, when you can't like maybe get out for a long period of time, like what we were kind of talking about. Um, and one of the things that you can do is in your relationship, like sit down, kind of reevaluate it, become self-aware of what's going on in your relationship, in your lives and determine why, ask, why can't we do this? And for us, it was, we needed more connection actually. And that was a, a big why for us. And so we address that. And then, you know, we start putting ourselves back out there so that we aren't getting that PLSCD as strongly. 
Well, or as much because now we're getting to like look forward to the next experience and Tara is really good at planning ahead. So we have months in advance of plans and so we can figure out the times where dates work yeah, for us exactly. and other people. So then we can start planning for them. And that's kind of one of those tips of is like plan something, like do something or plan something after you're done the event so that you can look forward to something else so you don't experience PLSED. So if you wanted to plan more dates for like the next weekend, stuff like that. Yeah, definitely. And also do your research. Like if you can't get out a lot, if that's not something that you are able to find in your schedule, then, you know, figure out what works best for you. If you're not really a club person, then don't go out to a club because you're going to not, you're going to have some more feelings of PLSED come up. So like find like maybe a, a one-on-one date that you can go on or um, even like get more connected with the community and find a house party or a meet and greet or something like that. Um, yeah. You know, like if you're not a club person, don't force yourself to go out on a Saturday. Try to make a, a Thursday or a Wednesday at a meet and greet work instead. I agree. And I think that also, like like she said, it's like plan ahead in a sense. Also, like plan, like if you're looking for a specific type of date, look for the people that will fit that sort of. Like if you're looking for kink. Yes. Look for people who are a little bit more, more into in, or interested even. Yes. They don't even have to be well versed in it, but just right. interested in it. And that's prior communication, you know, that's just talking to people in advance, whether it be online or while you're out and about at a meet and greet, like, you know, having that sexual dialogue up front so that, you know, if you're going out on a date, you're actually going to find things that you connect on and that you want to explore more. Yeah. You know, I want to look for more energetic people and people who want to experience like Tantra and that deeper kind of juicy stuff. And so you know, going out to a club isn't going to be like that highly, what is the word, um, fulfilling to me. Yes. Right now. I, I Right now, agree. you know, like in that moment, it all changes. And it's just taking a step back and realizing what we're looking for in our relationship to make those nights out that we can go out. Count. Worth it. Worth it. Yeah. And make it worthwhile for both of us. Um, and like we even say all the time, like relationship by design design your lifestyle um attributes i, I don't know activities i <laughs> guess lifestyle activities yeah um and you can kind of now them play around with the different activities that you want to go and do and like tara said be up front about like your almost intentions behind an evening if you want to play make that known to the people because some people might not be down for that and then again they don't fit the mold of not the mold but i guess the it's not like I I want to play or else it's more like I'm no. interested in playing tonight. Yes. Are you? And maybe because we can't get out very often. Yes. So I think no, that's that a good point, James. Um, another thing that people can come up that can come up when you're dating. And this is kind of something we mentioned too, was that you have like a lot of like a lot of good weekends in a row. And then your Mondays have really started to suck. And, you know, you've been dreading the Mondays because you go out on Friday and Saturday or one of those days. Sunday is reconnection, family, whatever it is. And then Monday is just like back to the grind again. And yeah, and that can take you out of your whole sexy vibe that you started from Friday or Saturday. Like, you know, we had in the last weekend, we had two nights out and it was great. Now we were around different 
types of people, like not swirlish. not swirl like a swirly weekend, but it was still sexual energy was there, the atmosphere was there, we were dancing we were with connecting. other couples and we were, you know, even just connecting on like the couch and just smoking a shit ton of weed. We just <laughs> it's but those weekends, like even on Sunday when we were doing a little bit of work and stuff and then making cookies, it was almost like Oh man, like, like that weekend just was a great weekend. It was, yeah. Right, and now I'm like, Monday, and now it's Tuesday, and uh, I am looking forward to like the weekend again because we do have plans and some stuff to do. But it's like, man, does it like again? Like you said, the Mondays do suck. Yeah, and and that's something people can experience. And so my thing is you know, incorporate the lifestyle a little bit more into your daily routine. If that's something that you're missing, if that's something that you need, um, like I'm, I'm an admin for ladies of the lifestyle. It's a Facebook group. And that is always has dialogue going every day, all day. And even just being able to talk about the lifestyle, even if it's not face to face because time and your schedule and money or location doesn't work, just getting online and talking to people or you can even start like a group chat with other people in the lifestyle just or or jo- join forums or, or whatever or just go over co- coffee with somebody in yeah. the lifestyle so that you're able to talk about the lifestyle yeah or lunch dates whatever right like just try to incorporate, incorporate it, it yeah. yeah exactly incorporate it more into your daily life so that now you're not having these like oh, I wish I could do, like, I wish I could talk about this right now or this and that. Now you're actually spacing out your experiences. And again, like a tip for all of these things is when you come back from it, plan something that maybe revolves around the lifestyle. If that's what you're missing, right? If that's if that's the thing that causes you your PLSED, like the lifestyle in a sense, just because of like either the sexuality or just the people or whatever, plan the next one with somebody in the lifestyle mm-hmm. or or like you said all the little chat groups so that you can bring it up all the time and not have to like hide who you are mm-hmm. so you can live a little bit more freely as yourself authentically and also you know you can experience this with clubs too if you're somebody who goes to one like a local club every single weekend you can get back like getting back into that daily grind every Monday is really hard. Even Sunday. Even Sunday, yeah. Well, Sunday's like a big family day in yeah. a sense, right? So it's like we even usu- for us, we usually have like a family dinner at some. We usually have like a family dinner at some point on a Sunday with one of our family members, and so even a Saturday night going out, it's like we're sitting there at Sunday night looking at each other like. It's really hard for us. Oh, man. We actually try not to strategically plan that, but my mother-in-law isn't a planaholic like me, so a lot of times it's I know about the dinner on Friday night, and we've already made plans, so... Uh, Yeah, I just called her out. (laughs) Mom, if you're listening... (laughs) I don't think she's tuned into the show yet. Um, I don't think she'll get as far as 61 episodes. No. <laughs> Just saying. Just saying. Um, but yeah, I think that, like like we said, it puts you into that funk. Um, and kids, that's the yeah. that's a big we one. Don't we don't have, have that. Yeah, so we don't have to come home and explain why mommy and daddy were out all night to our dog. Um, yeah, it, she doesn't judge us if we come home at like three in the morning or five in the morning or and neither does our babysitter 
Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, and I and, and that can that can take you out of it because we even like talk about our uh, recoup day, like you know our recoup decompression, decompression day. days, and you know this is opportunities for us, and we get to sit there and talk about what we did, and and you know I think that has become less frequent for us to be able to do that though because as we get older we have more obligations with our business and with family too. So true enough. And even friends, just like, you know, maintaining relationships and doing all that sort of thing, especially ones that are in the lifestyle. I would like to, I would say that I think the ones in the lifestyle require a little bit more work and attention, mm-hmm. right? Because no, you're, you're communicating on levels that you don't communicate on with most people. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, do you have any other advice for that, for that sort of stuff? Um, clubs. Anything you want to add? In a sense, clubs, I think I, they're... There's like we talked about, there's the positive and the negative, like of going out to a club and it being the most amazing experience and the other time where it's not the most amazing experience. Right. And it can deter you from either wanting to go back because it was so amazing and you just don't want to ruin that memory or whatever, or potentially that it was so bad that you don't want to go back. So I think that my tip is, is like, just, I think that there's going to be great nights at clubs and there's going to be bad nights at clubs. Yeah, I, I think they're just unavoidable it's just as the you go. Expectation. Understanding, I think the understanding of that you have time to have these experiences, have great ones, have more great ones, have some bad ones because and those you're are grow from every one of them, every single one. And I yeah. think that that's my thing is is that don't. And I think we always say this is like just don't get discouraged by having either one or two bad experiences because. If you listen to our steamy swinger stories, we have an entire segment where we talk about the bloopers of the lifestyle. (laughs) And I think that like those moments could have like taken us right out of it. Even our first, some of our first experiences, Mm -hmm. right? In the lifestyle that weren't necessarily the, what we were looking for. Yeah. But we also were pretty naive and we didn't know what we were looking for either. Right. And it wasn't, it didn't take it till us experiencing that a few times not just once to know that uh, we don't really like that but again time's on your side yeah so that takes us to the next one the next level up i'm gonna say is like hotel takeovers and these are multi-day events and you're probably more immersed in a culture than in a club or usually usually multi-day events and you kind of develop more of a routine i'd like to say in within the lifestyle within the event yes as a whole and it can also be very physically draining on your body as well. Well, and if it is a multi-day event like a Friday, Saturday, then you're drinking probably both nights. Friday, Saturday plus a day right. is usually what if I would you say. If you drink, like you're drinking day. both nights. Yeah. If you don't drink, good for you. But again, with the party atmosphere, there could be some other things that go on. Um, and like you're dancing all night and potentially fucking all night. And if you go hard on a Friday night, it's like, well... You know, we, in some I, I cases, find people go more, more, they don't pace themselves as much at hotel takeovers because there's less days than something like Desire trip. or Hito or Young Swingers Week or Cruise because like you truly can't be that hungover every single day. Right. In a hotel takeover though, you technically could if you want to sleep the whole day away and just save yeah. your night for the events. Yeah. Um, but so it can be very draining on your body. Absolutely. And that can even like your serotonin levels after just like take a plunge, you know? Yeah. Even if you're not doing drugs, like 
you're still on a certain high for, you know, at least two days. Yeah. And well, and like I said, you could be drinking both days. You could be fucking the whole day away on Saturday on, or on even whole Friday night. And you, you know, you pulled a, a three hour We've done superhero fuck, right? Like, and then we came back to the party. We're like, where did everybody go? <laughs> and it's like 3am in the morning. Oh and fuck. <laughs> fuck the night away but uh yeah again there's i think that again the whole uh i think that was the best advice we ever got when we went to naughty nolans the first time was these multi-day events are marathons not sprints some of the smaller day events like two days if your body can take it and you can put yourself out there go for it but for us it's like a, a whole day of hungover would take us out of the whole event Right. And we've done that Mm -hmm. and we've had to stay in bed Mm -hmm. and it's, it's not fun. (laughs) I've done it. Yeah. Like hotel takeovers. I definitely tend to drink more at those. And so one of the tips to help not feel the PLSED as strongly is take care of yourself. Even if it is just two days, like make sure you're still taking your vitamins that you take every day. I know it's part of the vanilla routine and everything, but it will make you feel better in the end. And drink your water yeah well try to stay as normal because it's not necessarily the same like you might be traveling to a hotel takeover to like a city outside of yours or even in your own city so like try to stay as in a normal i guess routine for yourself health wise health wise stay in that normal routine you don't have to go to the gym if you don't want to no but (laughs) Again, but afterwards, try to get back to that routine as fast as possible so that you don't experience too much PLSED, right? So get back to the gym because in these events, you might not be taking care of yourself healthily and getting back to a healthy conscious state will help. Yeah, I agree. And if possible, if your work allows it or your schedule or your life like maybe take an extra day off like you come home on a Sunday and you take your Monday off to kind of decompress and unpack start your laundry blah 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 blah. I thought for me that was I always did it always I always took well, the Monday we, and off. we also came back most Mondays like so we also stayed an extra day because we didn't want to have to drive because we were driving to most of these hotel takeovers we didn't want to have to drive yeah. Or even fly. Or fly. So we would fly like a day after so we could stay an extra day after the event. And that would make that would give us also an opportunity to come down from the event. And which is actually a really interesting thing, especially at hotel takeovers, watching people leave with their luggage and like just sit in the lobby. I think we it's feel like, better. We feel more connected having that extra day. It's way really more. important to us. Absolutely. And it again, it's kind of funny to hear the people like in Nadia and Nolens, which is technically kind of like a hotel takeover but it's a multi-day event but like even the one you can hear people in the hallway like leaving at like nine in the morning and 7 a.m and you're like oh man i'm happy that's not me but that's what we do so give yourself some time afterwards for sure uh another thing too is throughout the takeover even if it's only two days like take a little bit of me or us time um just spend it together even if it's like just a good get ready sesh like while I'm getting ready James might come into the bathroom or near the bathroom and we just kind of talk and have our hangout time Um, for us that's that's really important that keeps us balanced too and it makes it so that the plunge is the come down isn't so hard yeah 
Um, And then, um, like we've talked about, and we'll talk about with most of these events, um, photos and videos and like those at evidence, I guess, evidence. Uh, if, if it's, uh, if it's consensual, um, is great ways to relive moments. So, um, with, especially with like hotel takeovers, uh, the ones that we go to have, um, like photo booths and stuff. So those pictures are so much fun to go back and relive. And then everybody posts them online and stuff like that. And most of these hotel takeovers have like groups. Mm -hmm. So the come down is not as hard because you can like chat with people that were at the event. You can kind of go back to the space in a sense, in a, like, you know what I mean? Like go back to the the mentality that you were in while you were at the event. I so, love to look at sexy pictures from just a date night. Yes. Yeah. Like it's that's important to me and that definitely helps me feel more excited and less like, oh, after an event. Um and the last thing I think we're gonna touch on for hotel takeovers is book another one so find another hotel takeover or a trip or a date to go on or if you like this one so much most times they'll have a re-registration booth at most of these hotel takeovers so find that booth and you'll probably get some sick discounts if that's what you're looking forward to yeah because again there's that one trip a year one i think most of them do and i think they most of them should at least have like a re-registration because your return customers are like they're the well, ones on that, that bring back that yeah. energy, bring back those vibes. And when you have great events, it just works out that way. So I think that a re-registration booth should be like near the front and they'll probably offer you some discounts. Or take time to do your research too and figure out what you want to what you want to do but that definitely has it definitely helps is because you're looking forward to something. Yeah, and, and you can take the time and and then get all excited about it all over again right and so and for us it's like i think early this year we had like four months back to back back trips back to back to back to back yeah i would come home and literally start planning for the next one but like to put things into perspective too like a lot of the trips that i was planning for i was like three or four weeks were in in advance but some of the people who were on the trips that i was in like three time like three down the road they were already planning that one and asking me what my outfits were and i was like i still have two more trips to go so (laughs) don't stress me out (laughs) and don't get me wrong we know we've been very fortunate and we like to thank a lot of the organizations that put on these events that brought us down there so that we could do this um but at the same time it's like that was for us is like the come down wasn't as strong because we literally had had to not necessarily just wanted to but had to start planning for the next yeah. one yeah yeah because also we're bringing down all sorts of different stuff too so that's like preparation for the next one and the next yeah, it's one just, it's work as well yes and that kind of flows into our next sort of thing that we wanted to talk about which was the trips and vacations and resorts and cruises, cruises kind and of more of the long-term duration stay yes things the stuff that may be a little longer like five plus days i'd say yeah. Is usually four because four or five because there's a lot more preparation sometimes you're flying from a long distance but even vegas is like wednesday to sunday yeah that's four nights yeah so yeah. i'd say four nights five days these are these are and i think that again what we didn't touch on necessarily in hotel takeovers is like 
there and what we'll talk about in this one is is like there's opportunities at these places to potentially be naked for an extended period of time in front of other people mm-hmm. and like sometimes hotel takeovers will have like a whole floor where you can be naked or they've rented or out pool. the whole hotel and you could be in the pool naked or in the hallways or naked the or the playrooms stuff like that so there's opportunities to be naked for a long period of time in front of people that's for most people, probably is not their regular everyday life. Yeah. Especially here in Canada when you freeze your fucking balls yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> I can't even do my naked yoga because <laughs> it's too cold. And I think that when you add these multi-day events where you are being naked and being and almost being detached from reality, um, that when you go back to reality, it is such a culture shock. It is. And I think that like what we talked about. There is such a strong culture shock because of that. For sure. Big time. Like the dynamic when we went to Hedo uh, for the first time in May 2015, we yeah. were there for like eight days. We came home. That was a big culture shock for us. Oh my God. It was like, I sa- I told you, I remember I was standing in Costco and I was literally, we're walking up and down the aisles and I literally looked to Tara and I said, do you mind, do you think they'd mind if I just got naked? Because it was so it, natural. Yes. Yeah. It was so natural to get naked for an extended period of time in front of these people because they were all naked too. But coming back and looking at people and thinking, and then I had to go back to the thought process of like, what's under your clothes? <laughs> oh my God, James. <laughs> well, I that's that's a kind of a fucked up thought process when you don't have to worry about what's under their clothes because no, it's, it's right true. there. It's it, there. It definitely, and I, I did touch on nudity yeah. when we were talking in the first segment there. But uh yeah, it, it it does make it a little bit more difficult. And I know it does for me. I enjoy my nudity and being in Canada does suck for that. <laughs> but it does kill all the bugs and snakes and creepy crawlies. So Absolutely. Um and going back to like the trips and vacations too is uh sometimes this is the only way some people experience the lifestyle. Like as we like to say, like travel lifestyles, travel swingers, is going on trips and stuff. So the come down is even more difficult because they come back and they know like nothing's going to happen after that. Or that's what they want too. Right. Right. And maybe they don't experience it that much. Like maybe they don't experience it at a, like a big level because they've prepared themselves yeah. for these moments. But for most people, that, some people might get really upset by that. Right. And they might, you know, you might, the come down is like, oh, fuck, like, why don't we do it around here? Oh, because of, job or family or like just these different dynamics and so i think that for that the people that have to go on these trips that are going on these trips just to do this that culture shock again is almost like having to culture be culture shock no plcd plcd but it could be the fact that it's um because you're almost living two separate lives yeah the double life yeah listen to our episode about that and and for some people too they can only afford to do one trip a year or every couple of years because let's face it, you know, most of these lifestyle uh, destinations and events that are longer are quite pricey. And so that can also up the PLCD that people experience because they come back and they're like, fuck, like I won't be, I met all of these awesome people at Young Swingers Week and I can't afford to do it for another year, you know, and that can be kind of sad too. Yeah. And well, even to touch on that point, uh, I 
what we had written down here something sorry i was just going back to our preparation that we have if you want to actually watch our preparation video for this episode you can go to patreon.com slash sex interrupted and if you sign up for the five dollar tier you can see us planning this whole episode and the video of it um but in both cases um we talked about the expectations growing because of the monetary investment that you make when you go to these places mm-hmm. because or the fact that it's only the, the only time you are in the doing lifestyle activities yes and what we've i've talked about before is when you raise the monetary value the expectations go up and then when the come when you get to an event and it doesn't live up to your expectation the come down can be very rough because mm-hmm. again you look forward to this you prepared yourself you prepared your relationship you did everything you possibly could and you've spent some money on this and you know even on the outfits and all of the other things it the if it didn't live up to that expectation that you went into which again one of our tips is to try to lower your expectations because again, if you lower them expectations, everything that you didn't think that was going to happen that did happen that was a positive, you come out ahead of where you were in my, in a sense. But I think that when you're lowering your expectations, you, you will also, again, that come down won't be as bad because you've had a great trip. You can look back on it as a great investment monetarily as well as in your physical self. In your physical self? Yes. <laughs> that was kind of a, a run on there. Yeah. A little bit. It was. Um, and so, okay, that's a good piece of advice. I'd like to get into some more just like good points for people who are returning from a trip or a lifestyle cruise or something like that. Um, Why don't we throw that into our last segment with our IG questions okay. and we'll throw some of these tips because we have to make time for our sponsors. Yeah. And when we get back, we'll talk about all some more tips and some questions we received from IG. So stay tuned. Our Patreon community has got it going on. We recently revamped our entire community and frequently are sharing all kinds of bonus and exclusive content with our members. It's the only platform we share the more intimate side of ourselves, and we even have Kristen, the independent unicorn, on a guest tier. You guys will love her. Membership started only $5 a month and gives you access to our steamy blog, the video version of many of our shows, never-before-seen photos, the opportunity to join our monthly live smoke show, and much more. Not only that, you are directly supporting us, which means we get to invest more into Sex Uninterrupted and get things like a new video recorder or computer for video editing. Visit patreon.com slash sex uninterrupted and choose a membership tier today. And we're back. Okay, so um, I wanted to talk about how some tips to help you deal with post vacation depression because this actually is a real thing and we did some research we looked it online and then we kind of combined it with the lifestyle and what we've experienced and what's worked for us so a big one for us is just catch up with friends at home that are lifestyle friendly so that you can share some of your photos and sexy stories and stuff um you know like you can't go back to work like james was saying and talk about being naked and you know having sex with other people you know like in playrooms and stuff um and same with family and some friends so make it a point of going out with some lifestyle friends so you can actually share these things and share some photos and be like look how beautiful it was here and look how much fun we had at this place and 
And like Tara does pretty much with our lives, um, plan ahead as much as you possibly can so that when, when you're like, you plan with your events, with your friends and lifestyle so that you know that the come down is going to be a little bit better. And like we said, try to plan ahead as even far as like booking the Monday or the Tuesday off when you come home. Like, yeah, I like to make sure all of my social media is at least thought through for the week that I come home. So I, I don't have to worry about that. It's kind of just all done and ready for me to to post and share with everybody um another thing that i like to do this is a big thing for me and i've done this on most of my trips and this started when i went on my first trip to europe when i was 18 years old was i kept a travel journal or diary um i especially love looking back i think james enjoys reading it too and you you've helped me with the naughty knowledge one but this is that's why we share so much is that actually helps us to combat the PLSED that we experience, looking back and creating those journals and posting them and sharing them for everybody to see and read and and learn about. Well, and then it helps it us. Helps it's like us therapy for us. Absolutely. <laughs> And yeah, it, it's able for us to relive moments and so that we can go back into that headspace and live, relive it with together uh, almost. And I think that, um, I think one of the big tips that we also have is um, if you have something happen that's a negative on a trip, try to talk about it as soon as you can on that trip. Maybe like try to like make time on a trip or during yourselves to have time for both of you, like we said before, but also bring up the issues that are there because so that when you come home and it's not like an explosion, let's, of let's have post vacation depression and then go through all of these issues that I did not discuss with you when they arose yeah, on and, vacation. And then it blows up. We always is- talk about it in the moment on vacation. I don't think we've, I don't think we've actually ever come home and had, an argument or disagreement about something that happened on a trip because we've dealt with it right then and there. Yep. Yeah. And I think that for us, it's it's made it our come down a little bit uh, more enjoyable. We've had the opportunity for us to, you know, so we don't get into fights and we don't have negative emotions attached to the trip, right? So we have the opportunity to, um, yeah, just talk about it before it gets to address a point. It. The of, opportunity to address it. Yes. Uh, kind of a more fun thing that we like to do too is we collect souvenirs when we travel. So usually it's, uh, we like to do coffee mugs actually because every morning we have our tea or our coffee and I get my New Orleans cup or my Montego Bay cup or my Denver cup. And it reminds me of those memories of being there. And it's something that I know I get to look forward to doing with James when we go on vacation as well. Exactly. And I think those are the things that, and then you get to spend some time together looking for the different items and picking them out together. So you have that nostalgia of a trip together. Yeah. Right? I, I don't know. I like having our, our little souvenirs and stuff. Um, another good one that I mentioned in here, and I think I, I mentioned already, was self-care. Like I said, like your serotonin levels are up there. You're, you are, you're feeling on high. Your adrenaline's rushing every single day. You're dancing late every night. You're sitting in the sun all day. So when you come back, like take care of yourself too. Like it shouldn't just come off. Like make sure that you're doing your daily yoga, a morning ritual, 
and self-pleasure still like masturbate honestly masturbate because and maybe even masturbate to the thought process of what you did at the event yeah so that you can relive it yeah 100 percent. i think masturbation is great therapy for helping you um that's a great therapy for helping you get the self-care that you need. And then also a big one is also join travel forums and groups. There are tons of, uh, especially well, when it's lifestyle related. There are Facebook tons. has ones for Hedo and Desire and Temptations. So does probably, so does SDC, so does Cassidy, so does yeah. all, like ev- almost. So find some of the travel forums that work for you. All of them have a, a forum where you can go and share your experience and talk or help with other, other people. people. And that's another big one that uh, Tara likes to do is it, it creates, it helps people get through their shit if they potentially had a negative experience and then they can figure out potentially why they had a negative experience and uh, all of that sort of thing. So, so yeah, one of the last ones that we wanted to discuss was to be grateful and practice gratitude like even I write in my journal a lot about the trips that we go on and my gratitude for what I experienced during those trips and I mean you can apply this to every single one of these not just your vacations as well but gratitude is definitely a great therapy tool for helping you to get through some of the depression and feelings that you experience and and I think one of the big tips that I had was um, that you need to remember that yes you know, this life is great and super awesome and fun and everything, but it's still not socially acceptable. So the come down is probably going to be there um, because to some degree, because it's not normal or real life in a sense. Not, it's not everyday life. The it's societal not society. norm. The societal norm. Yeah. So yeah, there, no matter kind of what you do in the lifestyle, when you get back to vanilla life i guess you would call it it's just there is just two differences so just try to remember that that's a thing for us so and then we're going to move on to our ig questions okay question number one does the length of the event or trip or whatever you're on determine the level of plsed that you get yes really i don't think so well why not i i think that i've experienced PLSED on the same level from Young Swingers Week as I have from, you know, a really good weekend with lifestyle friends. Okay. So I, I don't think the length of it determines it. And that's personally, I think for me it would and does because when we go on like a weekend trip to a hotel takeover, that's a little different than traveling across the world to go to like a resort well to you so i I guess it varies from person to person there is no right or wrong i don't think there is a right or wrong and i like i like that there's different dynamics because for me the multi of multi-day like even nin is tough to come down from a hotel takeover where we're doing a few things and some stuff i find that a little easier because it's not it's not as i don't know maybe just not as big or you're also not as energetic as me and Yes, very much so. And I will agree with that. And in, but also, I think that too, there is a more of a monetary investment when you do go to. You're major also trips. more money conscious than me. <laughs> that is so true. Okay. So I, I would say yes, but based on some different factors than Tara's. 
Okay, question two. I don't get the blues that badly, but my partner does. How can I support them? Well, I suggest some of the tips that we have given in this show, definitely. And hold space for them is a big thing. Like, understand, like, you already have this awareness that this is something that's a little bit more challenging for them. So support them in that. And Yeah, great for acknowledging it right now. Like, Yeah, at least you acknowledge it. As long as you're acknowledging it, now you understand that you can be there for them in their... I guess they're PLSED moments, right? Or and understand like me after Young Swingers Week. Yeah, I actually cried on the plane coming back from Jamaica because I had such strong PLSED about what I had to come home and do. Like, and it was just so overwhelming that I and having to get had back a breakdown. Resideness, <laughs> and you were just you were there for me, and you supported me, and helped ground me and I gave you the window seat and gave me the window seat (laughs) so I didn't have to sit next to somebody and it's just those little things that you can do to make your partner a little bit more comfortable you know helping with the unpacking after and you know when you have your souvenir that you bring out like hey baby where do you want to put this and maybe have a night where you look through photos together from the from the trip or even put together a video for them of all the photos that you took like so that they can just at least get back to that. Just support them. Yeah. The then, same way as you would anybody else with depression. It's the same or thing. even just support them anyway, other time when you're in the lifestyle. Right? You should be supporting one another. Right? You should be building each other up. So if somebody's experiencing something a little more than the other, just keep building them up. But anyways, question number three. Uh, I get really bad anxiety when I know I have to leave for our vacation soon. Usually the last few days. How can I help work through this? So like, um, I, I well, I think you need to understand where that anxiety is coming from. Is it because you are coming back to a job that you don't like? Is it because you didn't experience all the sexual things that you wanted to experience? Or you're nervous about travel? Or is it a fear of flying? Like, what is it? And then, then I think that once you figure out the why, then you can start to work through that. But without me understanding why any of us know understanding the why because each individual why would be different i think that in a to generalize it um i think that understanding that most events have a grand last party and it's true most of most people have always told us that if you're ever gonna miss a party during an event you can just never not Never miss the last one because mm-hmm. the last one's always like a big bang. It's the big show. It's the it's the everything. So I think that looking forward to maybe that would be would be great. So question number four: um, It feels like it takes me weeks to get back to normal after an Ellis event. Is that normal? How can I shorten that time? It's taken me weeks. It took me weeks after October Young Singers Week, and. I mean, you can do what you, what we've suggested to help soothe and make it a little bit more easier on yourself. Um, but also just give yourself grace too and knowing that you're a human being, you're going to have human emotions, human feelings, and that's okay. And, you know, like for me, I know that it's going to happen. And so I do what I can to prepare myself beforehand and afterwards to make it a little bit easier on me but I also have to know that this is just accept it like this is part of who I am and 
it's just part of me feeling a lot too. Like I feel a lot on these trips and throughout these experiences in different activities. And so I'm going to have a lot of feelings about it afterwards too. And because it's not the social norm, it's, it's a, again, it's a shock to the system. It's a, a difference of like almost not necessarily, I want, I don't want to say black and white, but I want to say like, they're just opposites. Like the two lives are opposites, living the double life sort of thing. It's well, it's more blended for me, and I still have trouble. Exactly. So like, it, it's gonna it, it will so be don't, there. Don't beat yourself up too much if yeah. you experience this. Just understand that it's normal. People get this from going to fucking sandals and trying okay? to and yeah, like, like vacation blues <laughs> is a real thing. Let alone lifestyle after blues exactly. disordered and like all the stuff they go we're to sandals to... and they come back and they're like oh my god and we're, and, and we're, we're like you have no idea what you're missing out on yeah we had three orgies <laughs> two gangbangs and a bukkake like <laughs> and just we're naked on a beach i don't have tan lines bitch <laughs> um but yeah so i think that and to shorten that time you some of the tips that we had in our uh in our last segment or, or talk to me too sometimes you might need somebody to talk to so if you need some support looking for a support session definitely check out sexuninterrupted.com slash coaching and you can see what our support sessions are all about because that's kind of what it is it's like a friend an advisor somebody who's there for you yeah and that about wraps up our show we want to thank the sue crew for listening all the way to the end you guys rock winners um you can catch us next week next Friday at 3 p.m. Mountain Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. And until next time, keep it sexy. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you enjoyed the sexy show, you can find more at sexuninterrupted.com. Don't forget that you can also follow us on Twitter at SXUninterrupted, Instagram at sex.uninterrupted, Facebook, and YouTube. If you want to directly support what we do, please check out patreon.com slash sexuninterrupted today and join our community. We'll see you here next Friday at 2 p.m. on the West Coast and 5 p.m. on the East Coast on the Voice America Variety Channel. 